Hey, I'm John. And I'm Becky. And this is the We Are For Good podcast. Nonprofits are faced with more challenges to accomplish their missions and the growing pressure to do more, raise more, and be more for the causes that improve our world. We're here to learn with you from some of the best in the industry, bringing the most innovative ideas, inspirational stories, all to create an impact uprising. So welcome to the good community. We're nonprofit professionals, philanthropists, world changers, and rabid fans who are striving to bring a little more goodness into the world. So let's get started. Becky Endicott, what you doing? Happy Friday, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. It is so good. We're finishing out our Back to Basics series. This is kind of crazy, right? Yes. And I want to say that the exclamation point of this entire conversation is this discussion we're going to have today. Because if you hang around us, we have been talking about the basics because we just believe that there's this uprising happening. A lot of people are moving into the nonprofit space or they're looking for more purpose in life. And there's not just this one-stop shop where you can just kind of get a primer to everything. And so that's what this Back to Basics series is all about. I hope it has kind of caught fire and allowed you to relook at things about your organization. But today we want to go back to one of the bedrocks that we feel like should be paramount and very important in every organization, regardless of where you are. And if you hang around us, you know, we're big on growth mindset. And that's really where I'd love to start this conversation. I mean, I want people to visually see me mentally putting on my armor, putting on my boxing gloves, because we are here today to encourage you to fight for professional development. This is a topic that I think is probably um, the thing that's being cut you know, first, it's the thing that's been handed off and it's things that we don't think about. And to us, professional development, growing yourself, growing your skill set, growing your heart and your mind is absolutely essential to your success and your career. And the fact that nonprofit has this scarcity mindset around, we don't have budget for that, or we don't know where to go for training. We are taking that on today. And we are here to like put a hard flag in the ground and say, you need this and you need to fight for it. And we're going to help you. And I love it, Becky, because at a fundamental level, think of anything in your life, especially coming off of a year of that was wrought with the pandemic. What did not change? What did not grow? What does not look different than it did a couple of years ago? And if you think about it globally as your staff, what tools, what mindsets, what, you know, approaches do we need to change the, from maybe how we learn to do something? And if we are not investing in that, how are we expecting our leaders and our new young professionals to be able to step through this together if they're not getting fed? This is about intentionality and it's about making space for professional development in your day, in your year, you know, wherever that is within your budget. And we want you to fight for this because you learn some things after you've had 150 something episodes. I mean, we've just been listening and listening and having this podcast start in the middle of a pandemic is a trip (laughs) in and of itself. But as we're listening, we are seeing that there is just such an absence of education in our space, quality education. And so we're going to break out why we think this is important, how you're going to fight for it, what are the benefits for it, and we're going to help equip you. And we have a super exciting announcement at the end of this. We've we've been working on something. Yeah, there's your teaser. For like a year. Yeah. And we're going to tease it today. So I'm glad you tuned in. Okay. So let's start with some of the barriers to professional development. And if that word feels too heavy, I'm with you. It's a big 
way to just to say, how are we investing in growing our team through new trainings or tools or just becoming a better professional across all the different verticals. But some of the things that we hear the most are, I don't have funding. Or if you're sitting with your budget, you just believe that, oh, that's something that can wait till next year. I can delay that. Um, and we also know that there's so much turnover that I've seen, yeah. you know, this is a barrier that it's like, well, I'm not going to, you know, implement that until someone's been here a certain time, or maybe when they get to a certain level of the organization, all those barriers are telling me that you're not coming at it from the right mindset, because this could be the highest ROI thing that you actually do in your organization by investing in the growth of professional of human beings that know better how to take care of themselves and to be able to put in the time and effort to be really successful with the best strategies that are working today, that could be the highest ROI thing that you do all year. So to look at that as the first thing to cut is actually mind boggling to me, but I know it's a reality for so many of our organizations. So if you, if we can flip the script entirely and say, what if it was the first thing that you put into your budget and all of a sudden that creates a shift in your organization because people feel invested. They feel um, that someone's trying to create a pathway for them for growth. And all of a sudden, I have to believe, because we've seen this happen, retention improves, turnover decreases, you know, people enjoy their jobs more. They're looking at how they can grow and all of the benefit to that goes to the organization yeah. and the individual. So what we're saying is we've got to get rid of that scarcity mindset with professional development and we've got to put it at the center. So bottom line, your greatest asset is your people. Every time. And assets cost money. Even if your business is lean or flat or if it's super high tech, the cost of people and you need to make it all happen should be your very top expense. And it's not just their salary. It's about the benefits. I'm using air quotes. Professional development should be an add-on for every single person. And I'm, I'm telling you, we are here to say we are with you. We worked at a billion dollar plus organization for which we had professional development maybe half of the time that we were there in 10 years. And so it's just something that is not embraced as an organizations. And we're going to try to get you there. And in the same vein, we talk about retaining donors all the time on the podcast. It's something that's top of mind, but retaining our employees is the same exact conversation. It's like, what are the programs that you have in place to make this a place where people want to invest their careers, their livelihood, their time? And it starts with investing in your employees, whether or not you've got the growth opportunities in place. Maybe you're a really small organization. Maybe not everybody could be a leader everybody could get poured into. Everybody has an opportunity to grow skills that are going to develop them as a person and as a future leader uh, for all the different ways that they show up in their life. And so this is just something that should be in your toolbox. You know, and I love that you brought up how the world's changed because things are so digital right now. Yeah. And the accessibility to training is actually, I think, better than it's ever been before. Sure. And so, you know, here's some ways that we want you to pour into professional development. Ch ch of course, there's the webinars and the conferences. They've always been there. Perhaps they're not going to be there, you know, as we weather this pandemic, but there's a lot of online um, resources for you. There are conferences that are online now. I think about like the Raise More Together Summit, which we're going to link up in our show note. It's an entirely free summit about raising more money, and it's got incredible experts on that panel. Check that out. Look at live trainings. 
by virtue of being here, you're already doing professional development because podcasts are an incredible resource and not just ours. There's so many that are out there that are putting great content about how you can impact your mission. Look at books, look at eBooks, look at blogs. Like we're saying, create some space, even if it's in your calendar to go and learn and stay up with trends. Hey friends, we wanted to take a moment to thank our amazing sponsor, GiveButter, the world's fastest growing online giving platform, powering more than 35,000 causes. One of these is Family Reach, a national nonprofit dedicated to eradicating the financial barriers that accompany a cancer diagnosis. Like many of us, they were unsure how they were going to replace their critical in-person fundraising events during COVID. Family Reach put GiveButter's virtual fundraising tools to use by hosting a super fun and engaging celebrity chef cooking challenge where they raised more than $350,000. And if you think this was a one-off success, think again. They just did it again and raised more than $600,000. Family Reach raves about GiveButter's ability to live stream video alongside their real-time supporter feed and saw how the threaded comments engaged their audience beyond what was possible on other platforms. It's buttery goodness at its finest. Don't miss the full success story in our show notes. Ready to explore how GiveButter could help your organization take your online fundraising to the next level? Check them out at GiveButter.com. Well, you know, each one of these back to basics, we love to add our own flavor. We call it the We Are For Good arc on professional development. These are just kind of our beliefs threaded into how you could approach this in a really disruptive way. And for us, it starts with leaning into professional development, prioritizing in your budget. It's helping to create a culture that says it's, it's safe to say, I don't know, or I need to learn, or Mm -hmm. it's something that I don't feel competent in yet, but I want to grow. That is a safe place that people want to work in, that people want to be invested in and want to stay in when you have that kind of culture. So how cool is that? I love a culture of learning and and just feeling like you can say, I don't know. Um, there's so many times, I don't know. I think I said yeah. this a couple of weeks ago. We had a cryptocurrency you know, conversation with Pat Duffy. I knew nothing about that conversation and I've been in development for 20 years. Okay. Number two, step back and list your cause's goals over the next one to three years and consider how you're going to get there. I mean, if you can actually go into it with a plan, we always say get a dang plan, have a plan for professional development and talk about how you're going to lead someone to get there that will also achieve your strategic goals. Okay. We've alluded to this one, but number three is managers. You've got an incredible role to play in prioritizing this in your organization. So that starts with creating the budget. Maybe it's fighting for the budget, but it's also you yourself learning and growing, like setting the tone that you don't have all the answers and that you're looking and actively growing yourself. I love that one. Number four is soft skill development is one of the most important and probably often neglected areas of training. So I think we're hardwired to think, oh, I need to go in and figure out how to run a campaign. Oh, I think I need to figure out how to make my event more virtual. And we're so focused on the actual tactic when we need to take a step back and think about what are the mindsets and the ways I walk through my business that I need to look at? What is it about looking at delegation? Um, conflict management, communication, and active listening. Are there, you know, trainings we need to take on keeping our staff healthy and mental health? Um, And it's really about working smarter um, and not harder. So don't forget those soft skills and create some space to do that training too. 
And here's the thing. Nonprofit training does not have all your answers. So broaden what you're looking at. I think especially in the marketing space, you want to learn from people that are not just nonprofits. And I think we can fall into the trap all the time of just what is our industry saying on things? And that's great. But look outside of the walls. What is happening in the marketing landscape outside of this? What's happening in the travel industry that maybe you want to steal a really best practice that's happening over there? There's lots of different inputs. And so don't think so small. I think there's so many people we've had on the podcast that say nonprofit needs to think more like for profit. And I totally think that that was a great one. Okay. The next one is try approaching all of your employees individually and then create development plans according to their own desired areas of growth and your company's goals. That's like a win-win. Can you imagine how special you would feel if your manager sat you down and said, where do you want to go? What do you want to do in the next three years? And how can I help you get there? That creates such a cohesion. And again, a culture of learning, which was our first one. This one is such a huge one. And we need to do an episode just on this, but look for a mentor. If you don't have one, look for a coach or hire a coach. If you don't have one and create a culture of that. If you're at a big organization, this can be formalized because there's a lot of people to go around, but if it's smaller, you're going to have to be really intentional to find board members or find people that want to speak into your staff in different ways and leverage that. Yeah. And it's just nice to have somebody to come along with you and share your pain points and help you walk through it. You know me, I'm a big proponent of therapy and it's almost like a professional therapist, which is great. The last one is find ways to share what you know. And I think this is something that's missed a lot in nonprofit. And I'm guilty of this too. When someone goes to a conference, when somebody gets a really fantastic training, come back, report that out to the group, you know, talk about that globally in your local, if it's AFP or if you're in higher ed, it's case, like talk on these forums and share what you know, somebody is going to find that because they're going to be looking for the exact same answer and they're going to be able to reach out to you. This is like a total kumbaya moment for nonprofit. We need to reach our arms around each other and just uplift one another. So we had an incredible rock star on the podcast this season, Tanisha Nash-Laird. She is the executive director over at the Newark Symphony Hall. And she said something that was so surprising and wonderful to me. And I really encourage everyone to go back to episode 133 and listen to it. But she created a plan of intentionality for every single one of her staff as one of the first things she did when she was hired on. What a brilliant, evolved move. I mean, she talks about how she immediately saw the ROI in the first year of investing in her staff. And I just think that set an incredible tone for her as a leader in that organization. And you have a decision when you step in as a leader at a new organization and you can get it wrong so often, you know, if you don't build that buy-in immediately. And I just think looking at her story shows a brilliant way to get belief and buy-in from your staff and have so much engagement just by making this investment. So so smart. smart. So where do we go from here, John? Where is the future of professional development? This is my tee up and my tease of this really big news that we have. Was that too obvious of a tease? But it's something we really have thought a lot about because I guess I would say it even haunts us of like, we love this sector. If you listen to the podcast, you know, we truly believe in the power of philanthropy in its transformative nature. And we really believe that getting more people involved at every level can change the world. And we believe that education is a tool to help train and grow and develop this generation of nonprofit leaders. And I'm not just saying the young ones, I'm saying the old ones, the people that want to be in this space, wherever your seat of the house you're in, by investing in our our learning and our growth, we believe crazy, 
huge, amazing things can happen. But we look around and we feel like the landscape is broken. You know, it's hard to find where do I go to learn and grow? Where can I go to get trusted, curated information that's easy to consume? And we just, you know, have felt called to create something different. It's time for a change. And I just think that education is for everybody. And we believe it's time to democratize learning. And it doesn't have to be boring. We want everyone who wants to lean in and change the world to have access. And so that's what we built. And what we are launching in September, this is the first tease, is that plan. And it's addressing all of those pain points that we have felt throughout our career. And after a year of sitting here, listening to the brightest minds, the biggest innovators, the most incredible experts in our sector talk, we said, we have to figure out a way to bring this to more people. But you know us, we're marketers. We want it to be bougie. We want it to be completely beautiful and accessible. We want it to be human. We want it to be inclusive. And so that's what we built. Yeah. And it's not moving away from the philosophies that have created revolutionary movements and raised a ton of money. It's taking those philosophies and applying it to what works today. What is the current expertise? What is the current things that you need to understand to be successful in this crazy changing world that we find ourselves in? And so we are calling it We Are For Good Pro. We are for good pro. It's about reimagining, not simply professional development, but really guiding you to these disruptive ideas that are shaping movements that are powering the most innovative missions. And it's about giving you frameworks and tools so you can do it too. We think that's missing in professional development. You can sit in on the most powerful presentation, but if you can't figure out how to translate it to your mission, then it's a waste. You know, it was just an experience. It wasn't something that was actually learning. So break it down, John, talk about pro and talk about what people can expect to see. Well, it's really solving for the things that we felt like. I love that you set it up that way, Becky, because I remember going to conferences and feeling inspired, feeling in the moment and then coming back and you walk into an organization that didn't have that experience. Yeah. It's like, how do you share that fire? How do you share that framework um, with your team? And so we wanted to create a place that everybody was welcome, like the podcast, pull up a chair, it's mom's kitchen table, gather around and we're going to not only teach you the frameworks, but we're going to give you a guide to be able to step through it in a team or by yourself if you're on an island, but also offer that in community because community is everything here. Community is everything. So we built We Are For Good Pro on top of the community that has been growing over the last year because we want to experience learning together. So what can you expect inside We Are For Good Pro? Of course, it's going to be completely accessible from anywhere you find yourself on the planet, and it's going to provide the best teachers and connectors that are just sharing what works now in an easy-to-digest format. And so think of it almost like Netflix for nonprofits. This is so accessible, so easy to connect, and really enjoyable edutainment at its finest. Yeah, and I uh, learning doesn't have to be boring. And we're thinking, how do we shake this up? How do we make it something that people want to watch? And, and 
Pro is about consumable, digestible content, and you can curate whatever works for you. If you're in donor relations, we'll have people that are talking specifically about that. If you're looking for leadership growth or coaching, mental health, I mean, all of this will be a part of what we believe professionals need to know to grow not only themselves, but grow their missions, grow community, grow belief in their mission. And so it's going to be highly produced, you know, and you're going to be, it's taught by experts who are incredible human beings that we want you to get to know. You have access to those people. You can ask them questions. It should be like this. This is exactly what professional development should be. And I can't wait to unpack everybody that is involved behind the scenes to make this possible. Becky and I never wanted We Are For Good to be about just the two of us talking. It's always about a community coming together. So the people that are coming into this platform that we cannot wait for you to get to learn and grow alongside are some of the best in the industry. Best. And so we'll be announcing all those names and introducing you to those people really soon. Yeah. And I think the last thing that's in pro that I want people to know about is with all of these good guides that we're going to be unpacking, they're all going to have a toolkit. So it's going to have an actionable worksheet, a template, something for you to work through. So you know exactly how to implement this within your organization. And we just know that the best and biggest fund funders, they want expertise and they want current expertise. What works today? You know, things that are not just theory. They want to see numbers that justify the programs that are carried out by these professionals in today's best practices. So we need to level up our staff. We need to get them armored. I told you I had my boxing gloves off. It's not because I'm going to fight anyone. It's because I'm fighting for something. And we think that is worthy of your investment and worthy of your time. So we want you inside of Pro. And the best way to do that is to go to weareforgoodpro.com and you can join the waiting list. We'll launch in September. You'll be the absolute first to know by joining that list. And friends, like we like can't even hold back our excitement we for this. We are buzzing, like, seriously. Super buzzing. And so excited. And we just think that by equipping nonprofit leaders with the mindsets and the tools to build philanthropic movements, we literally can change the world. So we're holding a seat for you. We hope you come over. And we even think we can learn from you. You might be somebody who has a an incredible expertise in a specific area of nonprofit, reach out. We are listening all the time and we are learning alongside you. So come on in, be a part of pro. Um, We've been building this for you. So let's do it. We're rooting for you. Hey friends. Thanks so much for being here. Did you know we create a landing page for each podcast episode with helpful links, freebies, and even shareable graphics. Be sure to check it out at the link in this episode's description. You probably hear it in our voices, but we love connecting you with the most innovative people to help you achieve more for your mission than ever before. We'd love for you to join our good community. It's free. And you can think of it as the after party to each podcast episode. You can sign up today at weareforgood.com backslash hello. One more thing. If you loved what you heard today, would you mind leaving us a podcast rating and review? It means the world to us and your support helps more people find our community. Thanks, friends. I'm our producer, Julie Comfer, and our theme song is Sunray by Remy Borsboom. Rabbit fans have always powered the We Are For Good podcast, but now Rabbit fans can get even more goodness and access by joining Good Friends. It's our listener support community for the We Are For Good podcast. Good Friends comes with perks, exclusive episodes with John and I, including The Good Brief, our new monthly cliff notes of the greatest takeaways and lessons learned from that month, 
and exclusive AMA episodes where we answer your burning questions and tap our community of experts. Join now or learn more at weareforgood.com backslash friends. We can't wait to see you inside. That's weareforgood.com slash friends.